0: Hiring is hard. Express employment professionals, make it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted and interviewing unqualified applicants. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Are you trying to figure out the perfect outfit and gift for each of the events? Well, then head over to Macy's.com and check off your to-do list at Macy's. They've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, so you can pull together a look for any dress code. Plus, they have incredible cookware, home decor, and bedding that would make the perfect gift. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. This year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to leave behind the diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real, whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. All Kind Nut Bars lead with first ingredient, nutrition-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel almond and sea salt and peanut butter dark chocolate. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today
1: wind down with janna kramer and iheart radio podcast
0: this thursday therapy we've got Farrell mason coming on she's a mother of six children a spiritual blogger writer and host of soulful seven Conver- conversations podcast she's the author of two works of fiction um she has a book out called soulful a weekly devotional to nourish the mind body and spirit Basically, the breakdown with that is, are we truly living the life we want to live? Sometimes, but not nearly enough. Our souls crave authentic experiences, but seeking them is a challenge in our committed world where often we are more focused on making it through than on making it sacred. We need regular soul wake-up calls and holy daily rhythms to live a life that feels good from the inside out, shines with meaning, and radiates joy. So let's get the wonderful Farrell Mason on Thursday Therapy. Hey, Farrell. Hi! I got your devotional book sent to me at the most amazing timing because I was about to travel on my book tour and I was having all this anxiety where I almost, and Kat knows this because I texted her, I was like, I don't think I can travel. I really don't. Like, I do not think I can get on this airplane because I was just having so much anxiety and I just had gotten sick from like the kid, this kidney infection. And and I was like, I don't think I can do it. I I really don't. And I had one of those moments where I was like, can someone, I was like, God, can you just like give me a sign? Just a, a, a quick sign would be really great for me right now just to say, go do it. Like just go, you know, go to New York, do the book tour or some do something really bad that oh I can't God. actually go to New York, right? So I'm like, I need a sign left or right. And I was, you know, I went to therapy because I was like, all right, I'm going to go talk to my therapist. I'm going to go talk to my doctor. I'm going to like, I'll, <laughs> I'll do, let you know after I'll, I do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I was like, I, I, I literally need like, give me a day to just like check it off. And then I come home from both of those places and I have a box waiting for me and I open it up and I was like, well, shit. And <laughs> then I read your sweet little card and that cross that you sent me. Mm-hmm. And I started to cry and I put it in my purse and I texted Catherine and I said, I'm going because I was like, I'm not going to be alone if I take this with me. And it was just like this weird sense of just calm that came over me. And I was like, all right, I'm going. And I traveled oh, with I that, that cross and your book to the New York book tour. So thank you. Uh,
1: well, that makes me happy.
0: Yeah. Well, so, I hope
1: you know, I, I, I was kind of stalking you because <laughs> I was like, Margaret, just tell her I'll bring her my muffins. I'll bring her, like my healing oils. I'll bring my Epsom salt, lavender bath. I'll bring anything. If she'll just let me go over and hold that baby.
0: Oh, well, yes, you can.
2: <laughs> also, I'll bless getting, that baby, hold car. that
1: baby. I mean, I just miss it. I miss it so much. Your youngest it, is six now. Is that correct? Seven. seven, seven, seven. The grand finale. Yes. I know hard. I have five C-sections and on the fifth five, five, five. Aren't you only supposed five. to technically have three? Yeah, I think so. I was defiant, I think. Um, no, but I, on the last one, my sweet OB who I adore, I would have kept having him. So I could have just had him deliver them, but he peeked over the little, you know, screen that they put up and he was like, and this is it. And like, oh like there's just Aww. nothing that like the world can be crazy, but if you're sitting at home and you're holding that precious baby, it's like all is right in the world.
0: Yeah, it's truly. and there's a there's so much uh the, the, the feeling of just calm, like you it forces you to slow down right like we yeah, were just you talking have to about be that. peaceful.
1: yeah you, know, you have to just I mean, I'm not really good with sleep, sleep deprivation, so I don't mm-hmm. miss that part of it. But um, I feel like as I got older, though, I handled it better. I don't know why. It's like when I was younger, it really, really bothered me. And then I think as I got like the last three, I was a little more like this could be the last one. So I'm just going to enjoy it. I think there's a I
2: deeper think- appreciation as you go on, though, and you get a little older with it. Like we just had our yeah, third yeah. Um, five, almost six months ago. And actually, her tiny toes were reading alongside me this morning
1: <laughs>
2: and I it was that calm and that peace. And I just kept thinking like, I actually got a two hour nap this morning, bless my husband, because I think it's finally catching up to me. 41 sleep deprivation for six months is like exhausting, but you do appreciate it differently. I think as we go to like, Kat's got three, Jana's got three. Oh my God. We all have three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the club, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kat's our pioneer of the group. So how old is your oldest? So Charlie is 21, Oh, it really, really ages me. But um, I was oh, young. I love that. But I had my last one when I was 41 too. So I you just, that. you do, you feel like it's like sacred. It's, it, you're more relaxed, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: despite your biggest efforts, they still get big too fast because that's where I'm at. I just settled into that yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so I mean, everybody says it, you're like, oh, it's going to go by so fast. And then when you actually have two out of the house, so Charlie and Bell, you know, are both in college. And so they just came home for Thanksgiving and you just realize it does, Mm. it goes by so fast. And then you feel like, you know, when they came home, they let, you know, got home from the airport. I was like, and you're not leaving the house. Everybody, we're in lockdown. Nobody's leaving. We're all together. Everyone's sitting around my table, every single meal. We're going to be sitting around the fire. No one's leaving. And of course, you know, they're in college and they want to go see their friends and yeah. You know, in the book you
2: talk build. about building a nest, but you don't talk about keeping your eggs hostage. So do you want to talk <laughs> about what it, what it feels like to constructively build the nest?
1: Well, yeah, so that that's kind of how the book starts. You know, I um I started writing this book when I was sitting actually in the pew of um the funeral for one of my dearest friends. She was 40 mm-hmm. years old, she had three young children and um she was married to her soulmate and she um she you know fought a really courageous battle against colon cancer and she kind of like sat with me and and kind of you know literally grabbed me by the collar and just said "Feral Mason like you only get to do this once make it sacred." It's my, like my
0: postpartum can't handle it at the moment. <laughs> it's I know. Well, but it's it so is. true it's, it's so is.
1: short. You know, and so I found myself like, am I living the life I want to live? You know, at that time, I had all six of them rushing here and there and, you know, working and writing and all those things that are so meaningful and make such a meaningful existence. But I, I realized, like, am I rushing through and not making it as sacred as it can be? Like what would it look like to really think about cuz my friend izzy would do anything to be here and um and she was given 6 months to live and so that 6 months you know i think everyone that came in front of her she was like this is you get this life. You get this one precious life. You know how are you going to live it? Please, you know, make it intentional. Make it meaningful. Make it full of joy. And and so I, I can remember sitting there. I had sat down after saying my little piece in the funeral, and then I sat there and I was like, "Goodness gracious!" You know, am I living the life I want to live? And and the answer in the book is sometimes, sometimes, but not enough. And and so then the writing started happening. Like, what would it look like to live a deep and rich and meaningful and sacred and and wildly imperfect? Because, I mean, just imagine what it's like to to live in a household of six kids, you know, dealing with teenagers to the seven-year-old that's trying to learn how to read. I mean, it's it's definitely Grand Central Station over here. And um, but how can my life feel a little... Holier and and more sacred, um, so that if I'm given this little set amount of time, um, that I feel good about it. You know, I feel good about the life that I'm leading, and and so in the book I talk about that. You know, what does it look like to have a meaningful existence? And you know, for me, it starts with um, you know I always talk about the container of your heart, and you know, you have to balance the sorrows and the challenges and the struggles and the imperfection with genuine beauty and love and a real fullness of life. And so you're constantly in that little container of your heart, navigating that. And, and for me personally, this last, you know, eight months, there's been a lot of sorrow and a lot of heartbreak. And um, I mean, just living here in Nashville um, with a covenant tragedy and it being a close friend who lost her child and You know, and then another dear friend just lost her husband. So it's this constant sense of um, really investing intentionally and filling your heart with the good things and, and feeling no guilt about that. You know, I really believe God wants us to have joy and and so we have to we have to fill that heart with with those things, too, which is, you know, holding a beautiful baby. I mean, I say, you know, you need an inch of beauty every single day that it'll it'll save you. Um, and so for me, that's like getting out in nature. I feel like I, ha- I need to like move and I need to be in nature. And that's where I experience, you know, for me, God, um, peace, um, beauty. And, you know, then I also talk about, you know, when you're building your nest, how important it is. And you really, as you get older, you see kind of how important this is when you go through hard things is who are the people that that you're building your meaningful life with. Like we mm-hmm. get to choose who those people are that are going to show up for us and, and are going to and we're going to show up for them. But also these people that bring joy into our life. And and as I get older, I I'm more um just more aware of, I get to choose who I want in my life. And so there are people that just, you know, maybe aren't going to be in that woven into the fabric mm-hmm. because they, um, you know, they, they, they just, they bring me down, you know, and they don't, and and they don't bring um, uh, meaning and goodness. And, and they, they don't allow me to be the best version of myself which i think is what the world needs my kids need that and so i'm real intentional about who my people are you know who are these people that i'm surrounding myself my soul my family um and so that's super important and then you know for me i need quiet um i i really need to um pray and you know i'm i've i've had enough hardship to know that I can't do this human life on my own, that I need um, that, which is larger than myself to um, to lean into. And so prayer. So I kind of hit that when I'm at Radnor Lake here in Nashville, you know, mm-hmm. cause I can hit the nature the beauty and God, all three of them, like a one-stop shop. <laughs> um, and then I'm like sitting here and wish y'all could see it. Like if, you know, I'm not a decorator, but if a decorator walked into my house and they saw this table um, I have this like ginormous table. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's like the big, you know, you can't even move around in this room because the table is so big, but it's it's super important to me what happens around the table. You know, food and people and um and so, you know, we sit around the table a lot here. And that's with my kids, I want them to feel that anchor of how important it is to sit around together. Eat a healthy meal, a yummy meal, and and also, you know, keep adding chairs for friends and family and strangers. I'd love for y'all to come over. Um, yes, so that please. part of it is <laughs> super important, you know, to me too. And then, you know, there's just something, it's almost kind of selfish, but there's something really beautiful that happens when you're taking care of other people, mm-hmm. you know, when you're trying to give a word of hope to somebody else and encourage them and tell them, you know, you can do this
0: My closet was chaotic, crammed with a bunch of clothes, but nothing to wear. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next. And I stayed on budget. Oh, I love Quince so much. Listen, they've got cashmere sweaters and matching sweats and they are so comfy. I have now two cashmere sweaters um, and I just got the matching sweats because... That's how cozy they are. And the quality of them is incredible. Cannot say enough about Quince. Quince has incredible and affordable items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for only $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com jana for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E, com slash Jana to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Jana. Kristen, remember our therapist, she said something about how we were kind of, we were thinking a season of both being like, oh, then this is going wrong. This is going, she's like, I think you need to go serve.
2: <laughs> you know because no, remember, but it's yeah. like yes. true it and especially in the Nashville so bubble true. I think we lose touch sometimes with what can like we're all in the music industry and so you despite our best efforts I think sometimes we lose the gravity of what is real in our world and what there is to be upset about and not that any of us are I think we're all very emotionally intelligent individuals but it is hard because we're we're all living such a really beautiful full life in so many ways that there's times where it's like our problems are not really problems, even though they they're still us. Are,
0: right. It's like there's there still are, but then you go, Okay, big picture here. Right, right. We're so incredibly blessed and this is it, it could be worse. And I know you're not supposed to measure pe- pain and all those things, but it's still...
1: Well, and turning it into a positive. I think serving, no matter what you're going through, can really just change that outlook. And it it helps you to take the negative that's going on in your life and figure out a way to turn it positive. Yeah. At least I feel like that's... Or
0: or again, is putting yourself outside. Like that one uh, guy at that Apple store who basically was blind. And he's like, if you put oh, everyone yeah. together in a yeah. circle, pay, yeah. he's like, I would actually still want my life mm-hmm. than anyone else's there because everyone has their stuff. Perspective. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, and I mean, it definitely feels like, I mean, my little Rosebud, who's in the seventh grade, you know, I could just sense she was feeling kind of anxious. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just so much to be anxious about kind of in our world right now. And so I always say, because like I can't go into the Middle East right now, you know, mm-hmm. and I get There's there's I always say like love, Rose, you should just love who and what is right in front of you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that, that's the best thing I can tell you. And so, you know, it's you love well, really well, who and what is right in front of you. It's going to mm-hmm. be a domino effect, right? It's mm-hmm. going to, they're going to roll and it's going to touch someone else and, and it's going to like increase the goodness, which I think, you know, if we can increase goodness on our little square inch of of earth mm-hmm. um that's a that's a beautiful thing
0: what's one movement that you'd go okay this is what i would want people to go towards
1: resilience mm. so Explain. like i even think about your life um you know you just i think we have a choice you know so bad things are going to happen to us we're going to get knocked at the knees we're going to get our heart broken um we're going to suffer loss um we're going to we're going to just really doubt you know either ourselves or doubt the world doubt god and um and so we have this choice we can either fold or i say we can discover our wings and you know there's a there's a quote by um the psychologist elizabeth kubler ross and she says beautiful people don't just happen and and so i you know i say my book is an encyclopedia of hope Because I feel like, um, really, that's what soulful living really is about. It's about getting back up. Mm -hmm. It's about rising when you've been knocked down. It's about opening your arms and your heart and saying, I'm going forward. Like, I've, like, really just had my soul crushed. And I'm choosing to still open my arms and my heart to the world. Um, You know, we're getting ready to go in the season of Advent and you know, Advent's about this sense of hope and promise and and like coming. And I feel like um for me this year, hope is about like almost double downing and saying, you know what, like the world isn't perfect. I know I'm going to get my heart broken. I've had my heart broken and I'm going to choose to still see what God has for me next. Mm-hmm. And one thing I can say in my own experience is God's imagination for my life is so much grander than anything I could have ever dreamed up for myself. And, you know, I'm the oldest of six kids. Uh-huh. So I'm like a little bit stubborn. Like, I'm like, I can do this. I'm I'm like, I'm a powerhouse. I can make things happen. And, and what I realized is that, you know, God has much grander visions for my life, that things that I never would have thought of. And so if I can be brave enough to get back up after I've been knocked down, um, I don't know. I just think that's a beautiful thing. And, and those are the people I'm drawn to. I'm drawn to people that, you know, it's like this radiance about them. You know, they've been broken and they're almost more beautiful for having been broken. You talk about soul wake-ups in the book. Can you explain that a little bit? Well, yeah, I think it's kind of what you said, that in our lives we can kind of get um, not complacent, but uh, we just need these nudges, I think, to want more for our lives. You know, I think mm-hmm. we need these wake-up calls to say, oh, my gosh, like, open your eyes, Feral, open your heart, Um I personally believe God is constantly sending us messages, um, giving us these little nudges through people, through experiences, even when I've like been shut down and the door has been slammed in my face. Like, I feel like it's been a nudge. Well, Farrell, you're going to have to go this way. You know, it's this sense of, you know, these experiences of beauty. Like I was jogging at um, Percy Warner Park yesterday. And I mean, literally there was an owl on the branch. I could have touched him. And, and I just feel like that's the sense of, you know, God is with us. The world is a good place. People are good. It's a very sacred place. And sometimes we just need to be, our soul needs to be woken up to that.
2: I think that's wow. a really important message, especially right now, because it feels like what inundates us through social media and just the masses is this like negative and unsettled and all of the bad, 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 evil. Mm-hmm. And it's really important I think to remember that there is so much good, right? We forget. And it's starting with I think sometimes stay at home moms especially I have a lot of those really beautiful souls on Instagram, but they're like what can I even do? And it's like but we are doing. We're doing kingdom work in our own homes and our own raising and our own losing of our own tempers and then the redemption and saying I'm sorry to our kids and explaining the ups and downs. One of the things I really, really, really love about this devotional, and it was actually gifted to me by Cassie Kelly, who is a roundabout fan of you that admires you. Um, And it's interesting because Jana said she got your book gifted in a season when she needed it most. And Cassie and I are in a really sacred group together in Nashville. And then a few days later, I got it. And I thought, well, Cassie's just really a good gift giver. She's a pretty intentional person. But As I started reading it, it was the most seen I think I had felt in probably two years. Just So what you're doing in your kingdom work and intentionality is actually landing in the laps of women exactly how it should, which is how I know you're on the right track and you have your pulse on the soul wake-ups. But the thing that I really like about it is that it's a weekly devotional, which is pretty special because there's a lot of daily devotionals out there. But you've kind of made this digestible... (laughs) For the full life, right? So it's not like I have to sit every single day. I can revisit. But tell me why you picked to do a week devotional instead of every day.
1: Well, it's funny because, you know, when the book came out, you know, people would um, send me little messages and a lot of people like read it straight through. Like I'm starting at the beginning, I'm just (laughs) reading it straight through. And and then other people have said, you know, I'm really just savoring it. I'm 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 reading one week, you know, one devotional, because how the book is set up is I kind of wanted you to feel like um, I was nourishing you in the mind. And that's how you get the little reflection in the body, because I give you activities. I mean, some of which are recipes, others are like prayers. And then also the spirit, you know, every single week you get a prayer and um, the prayers in first person, because I wanted you to feel like, you know, it was you having that conversation and i mean we are super busy and if we can drop a little goodness into our life starting off in your week um i don't know i just feel like then we meet the world from a better place yeah i talk a lot about finding peace and everything i write in the book i need to hear myself like over and over again and um the idea I say somewhere in the book about, you know, I try to have these monastery experiences in my grand central station life. And we are in a crazy world where people are, people are kind of mean. And, and I think people have become cynical and a little angry. Mm -hmm. And the best thing that all of us can do is to kind of double down and, and shine brighter. And a lot of that comes from us having the peace on the inside so that when we do meet the world, We give them a peaceful posture.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's spring break time. And I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. this person is so angry and I'm like, it it really, I'm almost thankful for this person because it, it makes me go, that is the last thing I want to be is this. And it's not even, I don't want to say her anger is not justified, but it's like, well, you don't have to be that angry. Like, yes, that is a bad situation that you went through and it, it could be worse, but also like you, you're walking around just so angry at someone and it's like, that's not good for you. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. not good to be the angry. And it's like, why? Like you're, you're wasting all this energy in this to be so angry and, and mean. And, and I've obviously um, distanced myself from this, this person just because I'm like, it gives me anxiety to have, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want any to be associated. It's just, it's, it's, I'm like, why are like, why are you so angry? You know, and it's just not good. I don't. And like they it. want it's that anger so much good. to
1: affect the people that they're portraying the anger yeah. on. And I think, like she said, the best thing you can do is double down on love. Yeah. And I do think you have to have boundaries and distance sure. yourself and all of that. But it's like, what is going to frustrate them
0: the most? You being kind. Yeah. I or know. you setting up a boundary. Exactly. So I'm always just like, okay,
2: I'm sorry you're well, angry. How much but good why they miss when they're that angry? Yeah.
1: Well, and I think our culture, like it almost like champions that right now mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. like yeah. it's like you see it on the news and and on social media and everywhere that it's it's almost like in in our country right now it's like i don't know lifted up is a good thing to be angry and feisty mm-hmm. and and kind of mean and and really that is <laughs> we need a total reset and and so Amen. i you know always say oh gosh i need to soften my edges um because you know we all are going to have moments where we feel tangled mm-hmm. And we Mm -hmm. feel anxious and we feel a little fearful and maybe we even feel a little angry. And so then we have to be a little more attention, intentional. Like I know I have to like get outside or read or fix a cup of tea, which totally calms me. Um, Love my Epsom salt baths and, you know, ways of just really cultivating that peace within yourself.
0: What is one of your favorite devotionals in the book that you wrote?
1: Obviously. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> gosh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, that well, connects with I mean, you
0: the most too.
1: Oh, that that gives, you know, I think Eden, finding Eden is probably my favorite. It's the second one because it's, you know, I do this, um, this idea of, um, you know, you're either in or you're out of Eden and mm. the, in the ways that I'm in and the ways that I'm out. And, um, and that's going back to that same idea of the piece, but you know, like relationships, you know, when I'm like, really struggling to forgive someone, I'm dragging my feet um, to forgive them, which means that I'm like, all tangled on the inside. I mean, when you're not forgiving someone, it's like a, you know, a loop that's going from head to heart, head to heart, where you're just thinking about it. And it's really hard to forgive people. And I've struggled with that. But, um, but I'm definitely not in Eden. If I'm, dragging my feet to forgive someone. Um, if I'm on social media, instead of giving hugs, I'm out of Eden for sure. You know, it's like that face to face love, you know, nothing compares to that. Um, I think after the covenant tragedy, I really wrestle with fear and watching my children to go back to school and they wrestle with fear. And, and that's another way I'm out of Eden is when fear is, um, has more, um, dominion over me than my hope does, Mm. you know? So I think the Eden one is it's one that I love because it's one I need to continually reread for myself personally. Um, but I also on a more fun one, I love the one that's titled, um, La Bon Franquette. Um, we spend some time in France and, um, we have friends that are chefs and, uh, We had them over for dinner one night and I was so nervous about it because I'm always like, yeah, let's have people for dinner. And then as soon as I said it, David was like, babe, we have no food, like Mm -hmm. nothing in the house and the stores are closed. What in the world are you going to do? And I remember my friend coming over and saying, you know, one is French and the other one's American and and the French one saying, well, it's the La franquette. And I said, what in the world is that? And he said, well, it's just, you know, you open up your cupboards, you open up your refrigerator, and then you just start like pulling everything out and you make a smorgasbord, you open up the bottle of wine and it's just about being together. It's mm-hmm. not about the pretty set the table. Thing. Yeah. yeah. This like, you know, linen napkins and the candelabra and all that stuff. It has nothing to do with that. And so I really, I really try to live with that. So it's like you could come to my house and have a glass of wine and a and a Spider Man some Ritz cracker and yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and it's yeah well, and in that scenario like we had like leftover croissants and I put Nutella on them great <laughs> I mean it was like ridiculous and nobody cared it was like the most fun evening and and we really we had ridiculous food. We do that here a lot. I feel like
2: that's <laughs>
0: because
1: I.
2: We do that here a lot. Well, we do. Like it'll be like a
1: Queendom night, and we have like a bottle
2: mm-hmm. of wine, and then we're like, you know, next thing you know, like we're just eating crackers and <laughs> then we're having have? like a really in bunnies. good. <laughs> but we're having like a really good full life, you know, and memorable moments, and cozy and. It's so great. I love that you say in bold in the first introduction of your book, Imperfect Lives Can Be Holy. And I've just anchored to that over the last couple of weeks, more so than ever. So I love the idea. It takes away a little pressure of hosting as we come into the holiday season. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Open up the cupboards and take a deep breath. (laughs) Farrell, where can our listeners find you and everything that you're doing?
1: Okay. So well, I do a weekly blog called Bread and Honey. And um, that's just like a little goodness to start off your week. And, um, and then soulful, you can find it at all the bookstores and yeah, I think. Beryl, can we, we can
0: we go, um, hike in the steps at, uh, at, uh, what's Radner? that? Rad, not, not Radnor. No, oh, Percy. 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 Yeah,
1: Percy. Or, oh, I'd love it so much. Okay. And you bring that baby and I'll just like okay. strap <laughs> just like, Please him bring the on baby. to me. Perfect.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It'll be I did good this. for
1: hiking the hills, holding him next to me.
0: Okay, I, I love that. It. All right, well, I'll um, I'll I'll get your info from Margaret. But thank you that so much amazing. for, for coming it. on. Really appreciate it. Everyone, go oh, grab thank soulful. You.
1: Congratulations! Like thank you've got you got lots of joy going on at your house. So thank you so beautiful. much. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, thanks. Bye, y'all. girl. Bye, Ferrell. Bye.
0: Discover the rich, smooth taste of matcha love made with Japanese green tea and real matcha. There are so many culinary treats to create with this precious powder that go beyond the traditional tea ceremony. Everything from lattes to baked goods to smoothies. Experience the vitality of the whole tea leaf. Matcha is vibrant in taste and full of powerful health benefits. Get 25% off all matcha love products on etoen.com using code JANA. That's code J-A-N-A at ITOEN.com, available on Amazon and Toan dot com.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.